Amen. I want to bring the word of God. I want to continue with the ongoing series. Uh, since the beginning of the year, we've been focusing on the subject uh, which characterizes the theme of our, uh, of our fellowship of churches. Uh, and, and we will and hope that uh, soon, uh, hopefully, we were hoping we'll have the banner ready today, but it seems it's not here yet. Uh, that, car- that will state the theme of the year, uh, mounting up with, e- uh, with wings as eagles. But I want to draw your attention to the key passage that has uh, directed us. Let me read it again. Uh, and uh, that is the book of, the book of uh, Psalm 40. And I uh, begin from verse number 28. Uh, Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40, beginning from verse 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We have been walking through a journey of understanding the concept of waiting upon the Lord. And we already, some of the things we have covered is the fact that we wait upon the Lord in faith. We have also covered the aspect that we wait upon the Lord loudly, and that's why we cry to God as our declaration of trust and dependence. Then we learn that we wait on the Lord patiently. We wait on the Lord patiently, and today we continue to focus on the fact And we begin to focus on the fact that we wait on the Lord dependently. We wait on the Lord dependently. And that is what we focus on today. The aspect of waiting on the Lord dependently. And therefore, in this sermon number four, we shall be able to uh, examine Uh, some practical ways to truly depend on God. Uh, Practical ways to truly depend on God. Now, I think it's important for us to uh, just examine from the uh, dictionary, uh, the Merriam-Webster online dictionary, about the meaning of depend. What does depend mean? Depend means to praise reliance or trust in. 
the fact is that we depend on many things and many people for our survival. However, unfortunately, at times, those things or those people can fail us. Amen? And f- so, it is important, I know there's a song we used to sing, the people of this world will rate you down, but Jesus never fail. I mean, how many can remember that chorus? Yes. Jesus never fails. It is only Jesus that can never fail. People can fail, not even intentionally, but because of their limitation. Systems can fail, but Jesus never fails. And therefore, it is important for us to understand what it is to depend on him. Hallelujah. Yes, we sing in the song, stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. We sing the arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. Put on the gospel armor. Each piece put on in prayer. The arm of flesh will fail you. Hallelujah. Being disappointed is part of being human. But we still have to put our trust and dependence on others to some degree. Hallelujah. I want to submit to you that there is nobody who is independent except God himself. I say you are not independent. I know we like celebrating the reality of the independence as countries because we liberated ourselves from bondages that are coronial, but there is a bondage that we can only be liberated by God himself. And even when we think we are independent, we still see a degree in which we still demonstrate dependence on those we claim to be independent from. Is that not true? Yes. That is why there is the International Monetary Fund. That is why there is a World Bank. That is why there is the United Nations. That is why there are all these institutions in which many times we'll be reaching out for some kind of help. But you and I have a dependence that can never be challenged. You and I depend on God. We depend on the arm of the Lord, the arm that can never fail. We depend on him. Hallelujah. What a great delight it is to depend and to learn to depend on God. No man is an island. We have to work with others in order to complete the tasks that we do. But who you depend on could be the difference between constant stress and frustrations or peace and harmony. Who you depend on. 
is what will make the difference between constant stress and frustration or peace and harmony. We need to recognize that the only person who can totally, who we can totally depend on 100% is God. Amen? Did you hear what I say? It is only God we can depend on what percentage? 100%. One of the reasons why it is only him who can be able to be uh, depended on is because he is almighty. He is everlasting and he is all-knowing. Amen? Now, if you try to depend on me, number one, I must be able to make myself vulnerable to you. I am not all-knowing. I am not almighty. Those, these are attributes that only God possesses. And the tragedy of our time is to see how many people think they can depend on other things. There are people who think that all they need is money. But you know there are times where money, money cannot help you no matter how much you have. You see, as I think about situations of when people are battling health situations, and you know if it was about money, money would be what? It would be there. Yeah, it would be availed. You know how much it has taken. Sometimes we've heard about people even be being airlifted. You know, special flights to out of the country to seek what? But remember, even then, unless God intervened, how many times have we learned? Hallelujah. You know, we, we are blessed. I say we are blessed. I thank God so much because we depended on him. You should have been here when Pastor Miano and the other team would be running around to jumpstart a generator. Jesus remembered me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me go back to my subject. But I'm saying we depended on God. And we still depend on him. So I say that somebody, there are situations that come in life that only God can intervene. It's not of what you have or you don't have. Hallelujah. And, and, and sometimes you listen to people talk. And I, I, I've lived long enough in this country to hear people talk Sometimes they even compared the weight of the person who was saying some very angry things. See, this, how can he say that? This is his weight. 
But you know, your weight is not what matters. Your mouth can say anything. Is that not true? But we depend on God. 100%. It is him I depend on. Hallelujah. It is him I have chosen to lean on. Leaning on the everlasting arm. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. What a, what a joy to lean on him. Talking about dependence. Bible says in Acts eleven twenty eight, for in Him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of of your own poets have said, for we are also His offspring. Hallelujah! Just the mere fact that you are awake today is a testimony that you can depend on God. Have you ever known that when you go and lie down to sleep, the switching off at the point in which you sleep, you are not informed? That very narrow line between the fact that you are awake and you sleep No idea. I want to demonstrate to you how dependent we are on God. For our welfare, for our health, for our provision, for our everything. That's what it is. And we must as we talk about mounting up with wings, we must learn what it is to 100% depend on God. For is this God that we wait upon that will cause us to mount up? Hallelujah. It is God. We have very good plans of what we are trusting God for in the year 2021. A little later this month, we're going to be launching our three-year strategic plan. But even with all good plans, we still depend on God. Sometimes the plans may look very ambitious, especially when the church is still yet to come back to where we were. When still the threatening of COVID is still there. But we trust in God. And we believe the word of God. That says as the mountains surround Jerusalem. So the Lord will surround his people. From now on and forevermore. So we are counting on God. It's him we trust. It is him. That we have chosen to trust. I'm telling you, even systems can fail. I 
All of you, I know, joined the shock wave across the world when in Capitol Hill, in the Washington, D.C., people went and disrupted a process in the United States of America. in what we call a superpower. And right now, some of the people who are being arrested for what happened in Washington were, were as back as Florida and other places because they were ready to come in. Listen to me. Systems can fail, but God can never fail. I was talking to someone, I told them, well, I think we are better off. I've not seen thugs and goons go to Parliament and sit on the speaker's chair. Have you seen that? Those of you who are a bit older? Never. But it's still by the grace of God. You know, Kenya, let me tell you, depending on God is so special. Some of the things we have ex would have experienced in this country except for God would have been uglier than what we saw in Washington. It's just God. I said it's God. It's because of the prayer of the saints. It's because of our declarance on the dependence on God. Even now, we trust him. I say even now we trust him for the affairs of this country. And I'm still persuaded no one, God will not allow anybody to mess up this country. No, it will not happen. Because God rules over all. I say God rules over all. Meaning, God overrules all. Amen? He does. And he does it with majesty and power. Day after day, his faithfulness towards us is shown, regardless if we acknowledge it or not. But we oftentimes have a hard time depending on God because we cannot see him. What does it mean to depend on God? What does it mean to wait on the Lord dependently? Dependently. Now, depending on God goes back to having faith in God. Do you believe that God is going to keep his promise to you? Do you believe? Hallelujah. Can you say I do? Because this has to be individual. Yeah. I I do. Praise the Lord. Do you trust that all God's plan will be fulfilled in your life? Hallelujah. Trust and faith are the pillars of dependence on God. And that is why the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to praise God. For they or he that comes to God must, it is not that may, but must believe 
that he is, and that he rewards those that seek him diligently. You already, de you already depend on God for many things. You depend on him to give you the breath of life to see another day. Hallelujah. When you wake up in the morning, all of us should learn to say, God, I thank you for the gift of life and the gift of good health. These are his gifts. Amen? So we depend on God to give us strength to go and do our business every day. We depend on God for protection. When you learn to depend, and when I learn to depend on God for everything, what we are doing is releasing control of our lives and handing it over to the stealing will of Jesus Christ. Lord, I cannot do, you know, without him, we can do nothing. So we just turn it over to him. When your dependence lies in the one who is master of all, even through situations where everything seems to be going wrong, you will be able to run to your Abba Father and rest, on all, rest all your cares upon him knowing with full faith that he is going to take care of you. Casting all your cares on him, for he careth for you. I say God cares. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 reminds us to be careful for nothing but in everything by Prayer and supplication, make your request known. Hallelujah. Report the matter to God. Make your request known. Make your request known to God. We're going to be examining five practical ways to really depend on God or to demonstrate that we are really depending on God. One of that is daily prayer. How does prayer work? Because when, you, when we pray, we are declaring dependence. People who don't pray are arrogant because they think everything depends on them. So if you knew somebody never prays, and amuka tu, and a tupa blanketi, and a kimbia, are you listening? Do you believe there are people who don't pray? Yes, they are. Because they don't believe it, ma it matters. Yeah? They think it doesn't matter whether you prayed or you don't pray. Yeah, they, so they, they just go on with business. Have you ever known that people get very shocked when they hear that you went to Akesha? Akesha? What, what were you telling God the whole night? Of course now we have not cashed for a long time. <laughs> but we believe. 
We still Kesha someday. And we pray it can be sooner. Amen? Prayer is a communication with God. It is having a conversation with the Father of all creation. And through Jesus Christ the Savior, we can now come boldly towards his throne of grace to petition, to bring petitions before him. I say we can bring petitions to him. And we know and are assured that he heareth us. Very, very important. As we talk in reference of our declared dependence on God. Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter number 4. Hebrews chapter number 4, verse 15 and 16. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Hallelujah. When you maintain a daily prayer life, you are actively depending on God to hear and answer your prayers. You are building a relationship with him. And therefore, you will be more inclined to trust his word. Amen? I remember telling the staff this week that in terms of our spiritual discipline and personal growth, it demands your personal commitment. And I want to make a confession here. It is possible to, for you to work in church and you have no prayer life. Because being near the altar does not mean you are persuaded about the power of the altar. I told them this week the importance of balancing professionalism with spirituality. And it's all our responsibility, not just for the staff, but all of us. Your personal growth is your responsibility. Did you already say, church? Your personal spiritual growth is your personal responsibility. It's not your wife's, it's not your neighbor's. It is not even my responsibility as your pastor. Personally, I'll give you everything that I know to enhance your spiritual growth and stability. But I have a responsibility myself for my spiritual growth and stability. There are things that I have to do to remain where I need to remain in God. And as we talk about mounting up with wings as eagles, 
I believe one of the things that I, be, I, I have no doubt in my mind, it is possible that even with a great theme and a great intention, that you can still stay grounded where you are. Because you can be stubborn, you can refuse, you can say, you see, I mean you. That's a, you mean you, I mean you. That we are talking about the word of God. But as a favor, one of the things you have come to discover, you've been this long, you've been here long enough, is that we like remaining very clear from the biblical perspective. But as a favor, and we believe in divine revelation. And one of that divine revelation is that we believe that time has come for us to experience a divine shifting. And this divine shifting will come because you cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And God can bring a divine shifting at a time because it is his agenda. It can even come when people are still struggling to figure the challenge of COVID-19. But you see, God is not regulated by what is happening. God has his own order of things. I say he has his own order of things. And God will do what he said he would do. God does not seek permission from anybody to do what is his counsel among us as his children. He is Lord. He is sovereign. I'm going to be discussing that aspect of God's sovereignty in, uh, in one of the sermons uh, of, of, the, uh, of this series on waiting on God. So, number two. Learn to depend on God for small things. I say learn to depend on God on for small things. If you are having a hard time depending on God for the big stuff, maybe you can start to depend on God for little things. <laughs> Many times we think that God doesn't care about our small problems. Like, you know, like whether or not we, you are able to pass in an exam. But God does care. That's why we need to encourage our children to pray as they prepare for the exams coming up in March. How many have prayed? You know, sometimes you almost would feel like you're not. How many have gone around somewhere? Sometimes you really need to get a, a parking and because you need to go to us and you, you make it a prayer item. For me, I've done it, please. And you know, God hears. And when you're going out, you just see somebody pulling out and you say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah? Even those little minute details about our life, God cares. We take things for granted. But there are so many things that we entirely have to depend on God. And when we have learned to depend on him, on small things, even for the bigger things... We will depend on him. 
God cares about all our problems, even the ones we deem insufficient. Now, when you depend on God to provide for the little things in your life, he comes through for you. You can see that he is working. It, is, it will be a testimony to you that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think or imagine, according to Ephesians 3.20, by depending on God for small things, we gradually grow in faith to depend on him on the big things, on the big stuff. Amen? One other thing, and I would ask the worship team to begin positioning themselves because we've uh, run out of time. Worship team, please. Number three, practice obedience. Practice obedience. One of the things to demonstrate total dependence on God in our faith is practicing obedience. The word of God is living and is capable of changing anything or anyone. God's word says to go right, but we being stubborn-minded decide to go left instead. But when we begin to be obedient to what God says, we will find that our lives will feel much more fulfilling. Obedience can be difficult at, at times, especially if we have prolonged sinful habits. Notice that. Obedience will be more difficult if you have prolonged sinful habits. But by practicing obedience to God's word, we are depending on him to help us remain faithful. And even if we fall, we know that he is willing to pick us up again and grant us forgiveness. Amen? Yes. We have, an, we have an advocate with the Father. We, ne we should never, never sin willfully. But should there be a situation where you find yourself komatope, you don't have to stay there. We have an advocate with the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Who is willing to forgive us. I want us to stand up on our feet so we can wrap up the service today. Stand up. Learning to live. I am learning to live. I am learning to live on Jesus. Finding more power than I'd ever dreamt. I'm learning to live. One more time, I'm learning. I am learning. Declare what dependence on Him. I'm learning to live. 
Slower than that. One more time. Take a bit slower. Learning to lead. I'm learning to lead. I'm learning to lead on Jesus. At home or wherever, maybe in the sanctuary, they have tried so many things, but you still feel as if everything is falling apart. Things can only hold together because of Christ. Things can only make meaning in Christ. Our lives can have a sense of fulfillment only in Christ if you're there you're saying pastor before you close I need your prayers I'm not born again I want to receive Jesus in my heart wherever you are I want you to make this prayer and if you happen to be this sanctuary you can still put your faith in Christ if you have anybody here who is saying pastor pray for me I have not known peace because I'm still trying to work things by my own but I want to declare my faith in Christ. Is there anyone? You can lift up your hand. We're going to recognize you. We're going to pray for you. Thank you for that hand. Any other person who is saying, Pastor, pray for me. I need the Savior today. I need the Savior today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want one of the ushers to help me bring that sister who has lifted her heart before the Lord. Guide her to this altar for prayer in the name of the Lord. Any other person who wants to say yes to Christ, come, come to Jesus, come to Him. He is loving, He is caring. Come to Him, come to Him, come to Him, come to Jesus today. Come to Him. You need Christ, don't hesitate. It's a great honor. I encourage you to come. You lifted your hand, just come here. The Lord is calling you today, and He loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He cares for you. He cares. He cares. If you need Jesus today, and just delay a little bit to wait on you, this is the most important decision anyone can make in life a decision for Christ. Thank you, Jesus. If you're on, watching this on television anywhere in the world, you can be able to make this prayer as these people who are here make the same. Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you today 
desiring your pardon. Wash me and I'll be clean. Give me a hope that no one can take away. Thank you for saving my soul. Thank you for making me whole. I celebrate the reality of a new birth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let us celebrate. Let us celebrate. If you made this prayer at home, there's a number on the screen. Please, without further delay, just go to your phone and text us your name and your location. It's very important. Your name and your location. And you send it. If that's the number you send it with, we'll observe it and we'll be able to communicate back with you. If you're here and you're saying, I need God's intervention. I know I've grown up within a family set up that really have only depended on materialism, but I want to pray for grace to help me to introduce the importance of waiting on God. If that is your prayer, because of the burden you have or people you know are within your family that don't regard God, Lift up your hand where you are. That's the altar invitation I'll pray for you today. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for those men and women who today are saying they are counting on you. They are counting on you because of people they know, members of family that, that do not declare their dependence on you. This day, dear Father, look to them graciously. In Jesus' name, Oh God, give them the grace and the fortitude to help those people to understand the joy of depending on you. And for us as a people, we declare our dependence on you. Even in the challenges that we face as a nation and as a people, we declare our dependence on you. Be glorified, we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Let's celebrate, let's celebrate.